0: Listening to Scary Stories from Camp Rona. This is a podcast where we tell each other true, scary stories. I'm Katie Wiggins. And I'm Morgan Driscoll. And today Morgan is going to take me away to a hopeful- you know what, I'm not even going to get my hopes up. I'm sure it'll be a desolate, (laughs) horrible place.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it typically is. And it kind of is this time. I'm going to take you to a swamp in Louisiana.
0: Ooh, okay, well. So at least it's. That's terrible, but at least it's not in (laughs) Middle America.
1: (laughs) No Iowa. Nothing like that. No Indiana.
0: Where are those? I don't think that's Middle America. No, but
1: it's got a vibe for me. I feel like there's specific places in the U.S. where I'm like.
0: There's something like about Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio that I feel is, like, especially haunted. But a bleak sort yeah. of haunting. Like no, a devil
1: like, sort of haunting. Yeah, it's
0: not, like, endearing. Not like Aunt,
1: not Aunt Jolene is visiting. <laughs> no. It's, no.
0: it's the, something The dark. devil is in that area. Is <laughs> the that the Midwest? devil is in Illinois. Yeah, the devil's in the Midwestern United States.
1: <laughs> he probably is.
0: Okay, well... We'll talk plenty about the devil. Oh, when we we'll get, get to into our, that shit. Uh chat a about Halloween needful portion. things at the end of this. Mm-hmm. But um but take me to take me to a swamp in Louisiana.
1: Okay, so I was recommended to watch a certain episode of Haunted Highway and Haunted I Highway.
0: Watching... Yes. Have you heard of it? You've heard of it. No. Okay. I <laughs> it <up> seems, watching... <laughs> based on the title, it seems very limited. It's not at all. it's not at all that
1: and I ended up watching the wrong episode that I was recommended but I had a great time so (laughs) let me set the scene for you Haunted Highway is four paranormal investigators two people go off on their own there's no camera crew it's two people investigating one location two other people investigating a totally different location so I only watched the first half with the first two people because I was not interested in the other half so, I watched um, Jack Osborne, son of Ozzy Osborne, who is a paranormal investigator. You're kidding me. I'm, I'm absolutely not. This is why I watched the show. How did I
0: miss this I incredible know. chapter That's why I thought of you the Osborne do. family?
1: And there has to be an episode where his dad goes on. There has to be. And I will no. find it.
0: Ozzy does but not we'll give a it. flying fuck about ghosts.
1: No. But I'd love to see him not care in a really spooky place.
0: I would love for Sharon to be on. But
1: <gasps> I love Sharon. <laughs> oh, my God. I,
0: can't, so... I haven't seen the show recently, so I I would, in other circumstances, dole out. Probably some pretty accurate impressions, but I haven't seen the show in so long. I don't want to do a disservice. But I have been working Next on week. my... I have been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers, so I can <gasps> give you my Jimmy Pesto. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, go I've been working on this tila. tila hold on it's like back in my teeth it's like focus on your molars and you can get to Jimmy Pesto and also oh Bob God. is also back there if I can it's like oh I stick God. up my nose and that's Bob Belcher's back here I can do Linda oh, that's amazing I
1: think I can do a, <laughs> a Tina uh <laughs> uh, that's Martina. That's Martina. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so that's okay, what I so. have for you guys. <laughs> what a Halloween treat!
0: Uh-huh.
1: So this show is the first two investigators is Jack osborne and that's, Dana working. I can't
0: believe that was the first. That's such a twist. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, and then some other. I don't None. even need to say
1: the rest of the story. That's all
0: that matters. Yeah, Jack Osborne. I don't Osborne. Hear the rest of their I don't names. need anything else.
1: <laughs> he said he's been interested in the paranormal since he was a child. And he got the show because he's Jack Osborne. And of course he can get a show. So his whole thing is no camera crews. Just him and his friend in the place. Immersed in it. Okay, they've got, no
0: camera crews, yeah. but there is a camera. That's There's That's the part that I was they've like, got, so how do we have a show? They've got
1: GoPros, they've got motion sensors, they've okay. got everything. Okay, cool.
0: And Wait, for most those of- ghost shows don't have a camera crew. It's just one of them holding it, so I don't think that's that wild of a... That's true. But, you know, whatever, we'll give him this. Woo, we'll Haunting Highway!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I For those of you that have seen this show, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and say I do not care for Dana, his female companion. Ooh. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I'm going to start it off with that. I don't care for her. She's scripted and I don't like her. Oh. And it was hard to sell me on the show. I almost stopped watching. But <gasps> the evidence was really good. So I kept up with it. And I so was what's happy the that
0: premise of the show? What's the What's what's their shtick? I only
1: watched one part. I think they just go to haunted locations, and I think that their shtick is they try and actually decide whether it's haunted or not. At the end of this one, they had a big, probably scripted conversation of them going back and forth of, well, this evidence makes it seem like it might just be weather. This seems, like, paranormal. And they talk back and forth, and they Skype the other crew, and they were like, did you watch the footage? What do you think? So I guess the fact that they try and discount some of their stuff is unique enough.
0: But I'm not here but for I any mean, of that. Who cares unless they're writing a book? Yeah, like... I don't care about your process. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> want who, the footage. Who needs your stamp of haunted or nay? <laughs> like what? Who asked you, Jack Osborne. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> well, so he certainly has like, like the... a in his. DNA, uh, mm-hmm. a fascination with all things dark and creepy.
1: And so I'll give him that.
0: that. So we'll that. see where that.
1: I'll give him that. Goes. So, they're going in the town of Rudoc, which, in the year nineteen eighteen, had eight hundred people living there. I think less people live there now. It's a very small Louisiana swamp town, Mancheck mm-hmm. Swamp, in the town of Rudoc. And in 1918, a hurricane came and killed pretty much everyone in the town. And people say that this hurricane was caused by a voodoo-doing woman, (gasps) Julia Brown. Julia Brown, born into slavery in Louisiana, in, in New Orleans specifically, moved to this town in her... 20s 30s allegedly she was a town healer in new orleans so it's a little bit of background on old aunt julia brown and i know
0: about what you're talking about do you okay good so you can chime in we'll see what what? it involves weather and you know it does does involve weather i wrote weather in all caps weather channel and the weather channel on their amazing television shows American Supernatural, uh, covered this. Yes, so we can. So we can only, go back only ab- Yeah. Well, I. Yeah. We'll see how that works. Uh, if my memory <laughs> serves me. Mm-hmm. I wrote also, weather I remember- in all caps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we've got that going for us. Okay. Great. Continue. So people say that she caused this hurricane intentionally. That she mm-hmm. would always sit on her front porch with the guitar and she would sing songs that she made up. That's what she was known for. And one day she sang a song about, when I die, I'm taking you all with me. You're all dying (laughs) with me, which I appreciate. Well,
0: musical improvisers are sinister. (laughs) I can speak to that. (laughs) So
1: it turns out the day of her funeral was the day of the hurricane. People came in from out of town for her funeral and they all died. From the
0: hurricane. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what a punishment for paying their respects. Right?
1: <laughs> they were just trying to be nice. So here's what historically people see in this swamp area. There's the shack where her funeral was. There's a river. There's a cemetery down the river where they put up makeshift tombstones for all the people that perished in the hurricane.
0: Jeez Louise, that does sound haunted.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of ghost lights, a lot of phantom singing. Hell yeah. A lot of white apparitions. There's the woman in white, which people think is Aunt Julia Brown. So Mm -hmm. they start off by going to this Louisiana Treasures Museum, which if you've ever been to Louisiana is exactly what it sounds like. It's this rinky-dink, it looks like it was a gun shop, it's got shit on every inch of the walls. There's
0: choppies that are weapons. It is still a gun shop. <laughs> it,
1: it probably is. I could not tell if they were all guns, but I'm sure there were a
0: lot of weapons. It's probably a tiny... And, there's probably slot machines in the corner. Uh, to answer your probably. question, yes, I have been to Louisiana. I've been to Louisiana probably more times um, than I, I would prefer. Back, yeah. <laughs> I have family there. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be astonished. How many gas stations have restaurants attached to them that the locals deem reputable? And also how many slot machines you can find really really anywhere. Anywhere. What an amazing place. So much culture. So yeah. <laughs> So they go to this museum and they're Ama- talking but also imagining British people there is a, Oh. <laughs> it's like imagining me on Mars. Like putting a British person in <sighs> That's rural why I was so Louisiana fascinated. I was like hilarious.
1: Jack Osborne. Who is in Osborne. He's British. He's in this shitty small town Louisiana <laughs> museum gift shop. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is everything I've ever dreamed of and nothing I ever expected in my lifetime. So I'm here for it. So they're talking to this good old boy who runs the shop. Um. And he's talking about the hurricane and he's putting some puzzle pieces together. He's saying that um, they found the bodies floating in the river or in the trees and they would put the bodies on rafts and send them to one location and they just kind of buried them all as they found them in that location. Mm-hmm. So pretty sad. And um, he said that personally he saw in the swamp one day a woman's face and the top part of her body and the rest of her body was covered in fog and she had very long hair.
0: hmm
1: and he thinks that that was Julia Brown. Hmm. So the locals have seen things. So now they talk to Captain Tom Below. He is a boatman, he's a swamp man. He's a good old boy.
0: He's, he's heard. A swamp up and a rise he's up. a swamper. They're Louisiana people. They talk, make you feel crazy when they talk to you. They talk to you, make you feel crazy because you got no idea what they're talking about. But I had an uncle that who drive. Yeah. No. Especially if they w- meant they got something in their lip. You don't understand the fucking thing they say. <laughs> and people think that I'm doing like a Jamaican accent when I do that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm i telling you I do good accents. And John that is boundary exactly boundary what boundary it sounds like. I, it's a lot of like boomhauer. But Jamaican <laughs> boomhauer. <laughs> Jamaican like, boomhauer isn't yeah, accurate, accurate. Like if you got some coon ass family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had an uncle I've never understood. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Uh, I
1: identify. So this, this boating man, one day he was out in the swamp. It was kind of dark out and he heard yelling. But he did not describe it as a person yelling or an animal. It was something in between. There's not a lot of people in the town. The hair stood up on the back of his neck, and he said he heard it coming from the trees. Uh-huh. So a lot of weird sounds are happening here,
0: and everyone seems to blame it on good old Julia Brown. Wait, who blames it on her? I heard a scream. Twere'n't no person. Twere'n't an animal. So what? So what sort of context are we supposed to put this in?
1: They, I think. I think it's people screams, but I think it's so desperate and sad that they just can't tell that it's a person's scream. I think they think it's like a... I don't know. I don't think they're interpreting it correctly. I see. I think it's just really upsetting.
0: When you said a cry yeah. of desperate and sad, immediately, right up against my fucking frontal cortex, I got, ah! dance with somebody i want to feel like with somebody somebody. (laughs) that was like uh, of all my life that was what my brain like filed as desperate and sad wailing i'm like really this okay
1: (laughs) oh good lord oh my god i love i
0: apologize push okay. forward.
1: <laughs> also, if any of you have seen the Scooby-Doo movie where they're in Louisiana and there's yeah. the, the cat swamp people, it's very this. Yes. It's very this. But without the cat swamp, witch lady?
0: <laughs> like, zoinks! Look at all this crawfish! Scoob! We're never gonna finish it all!
1: It's exactly <sighs> that. It's, it's exactly that. There's a crime-solving dog. Ooh. I wish. Nice. Oh, that could be our thing. We're gonna get one day. We'll get a TV show, and it'll be a crime-solving cat. To Keep everyone on their toes. No. All right.
0: I don't <laughs> pass off on that.
1: Too late. Like, we've already got a Netflix deal. Okay, so give me animation rights. <laughs> so they start going to the locations where the apparitions and the noises happen. They go to the shack where her funeral was, where all the people were swept away. It's still intact. So this shack
0: is still standing. It's
1: still standing. There's, like, a couple chairs and a ladder in there. Oh, God. It's spooky. It's, like, just in a... It's just in a swamp. There's nothing near it. It's just right off the river. It's creepy. And that's going to be their base camp.
0: Oh, my God. So... Why would so they, they choose the most haunted place as their base camp? I Usually there's a van the of some kind. the cemetery
1: is the most haunted. <laughs> I feel like that's the creepier place to make camp. So they've got a camera facing the woods. They've got one facing the river. One facing the swamp. There's motion detectors. So if something walks by, it beeps. It alarms. It's on footage. So they want 360. They want to see everything.
0: Mm.
1: So they set that up. Start a fire, it's dark out, they do their first sweep of the area. And it's like two minutes of silence. It's two minutes of people walking. There is nothing happening. But then the motion detector goes off facing the swamp. So they run to the cameras to pull it up and see what happened. Because nothing was there. Because they ran and saw the camera. Nothing was there. Nothing had moved. Nothing. They run to the camera footage and they show it. And it's just footage of a swamp. It's just the water bank. And then all of a sudden, this crazy fog just rolls up in one specific location of this water bank. It's like a rolling. It's not. Even, like, a fog machine or, like, a normal misty fog that takes the whole area or spreads evenly, it's just, like, a creepy rolling in one kind of area fog. And then the motion detector goes off and then it just stops. Because when they went, they saw no fog.
0: That is strange. But I know that the swamp is a weird place.
1: Swamp is a weird place. And that
0: there's a lot of weird climate, uh, not climate, weather Weather. things that can happen there. So, interesting. Continue. Wow me. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so that happens and they're kind of staying in that area trying to talk to Julia, seeing if anything happens. And they look across the river and they see a light far off down. And this is isolated. There's not a lot nearby. So they decide to get in the boat and to go follow it.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: So the two of them get in their Bunch boat. Bunch of
0: little British boys gonna lose their lives tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: get in the boat they go to the graveyard. Brung, brung, they're brung, they're brung, on their brung, way to the graveyard. Brung, 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 brung. But before they can get to the graveyard oh my god is that a person? Yes it's a person. There's another just Cajun man in his boat in pitch black darkness on the oh, river. Oh my Jesus Christ. And he You're is, lost? he's the guy in Scooby Doo. He's the Cajun. Y'all better not get out here. It's
0: he's not that. safe out here for you <laughs> Go on, get now. Make he, your way. <laughs> I'm speaking as if he the, has no teeth. No teeth at all. <laughs> That's my character choice. <laughs>
1: He points them to where the graveyard is because it's pitch black. They don't know where they're going. And they start to ask him about the hurricane and about Aunt Julia. And he starts to tell them about the bodies and after they put them on the rafts and started to bury them, they just kind of buried all the bodies in a tunnel and just poured some dirt over them. They didn't really actually bury them, give a proper ceremony. Nothing was really done for them. It was more of a
0: dumping ground. So this man... Is just floating through the swamp, just on a fucking Tuesday night, mm-hmm. like normal. Pitch black. He comes across Ozzy Osbourne's son in a mm-hmm. boat in the same place. They mm-hmm. ask him a historical question about the area, and he responds <laughs> 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 knowledgeably. Okay,
1: one thing about swamp folk is they love swamp myth, swamp history, spooky swamp. They, they love, love a swamp.
0: yarn. <laughs> they love a yarn. <laughs>
1: And he has Um. his own personal accounts of spookiness happening to him in this area. He was duck hunting. Of course he was. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: By the riverbanks. It was muddy. Some man came up to him and was very close to him. And he didn't know where he came from. And so he was like, okay, I'll just move over here and do my own thing over here. I don't want to get in his space and get in the way of his hunting. (laughs) So he, like, trudges through the mud and walks over. And the man's gone, and then he keeps hunting, and then all of a sudden the man is back, right next to him. He didn't hear him walk. He would have had to run to get to him. It was very odd. And then he disappeared, out of nowhere. So it seems like there might be people that aren't at rest here. or the swamp people are crazy. <laughs> Mm, yeah i don't know
0: if uh might be a little bit of both (laughs) a little bit of both (laughs) yeah maybe just a touch a touch it's a strange folk that lives in
1: the swamp (laughs) strange folk so they boat over to the graveyard
0: it's got a big (laughs) now good luck with (laughs) y'all hope you find y'all some (laughs) spirits get on over there now all right thank you wait where'd he go I'm still here. It's just <laughs> dark. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Good
1: Lord. So they're at the graveyard. There's a big wooden arch with nineteen eighteen etched into it. Mm. Which is
0: wood? Not have. a great uh, material to use in a swamp. Just gonna Not say too that. Smart moisture. Not too
1: smart. Yeah. Um. So. They're gonna set up camp now on the gra- in the graveyard. They Fiber feel like glass. that
0: It's what they use for surfboards. It is the ultimate in repelling water. They should have made metal the arch out of surfboard material. Yeah, surfboards. Foam surfboards. and fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> the strongest. <Yeti> <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. So- Continue.
1: <laughs> So this graveyard is about as small as a classroom. Mm. just a regular high school classroom. It's very small. There's stray wooden crosses all over the place. Lord. And they're going to set up their cameras. So they set up a zip line over the entirety of the graveyard. And they've got a GoPro on it.
0: for okay. A 360
1: moving GoPro. And it's just constantly zipping back
0: and forth Uh uh-huh yeah which is kind of extra but you know (laughs) the way to catch it definitely don't just position two cameras diagonally across from each other no we need 360 gopro zipline 360 camera like a gyroscope for the bird's eye view turning constantly we need to
1: install security system
0: The ghosts, we will catch them when we least expect it, so we have to be constantly moving. (laughs) No.
1: No. And they also get out their temperature sensing camera, which had a name that I refuse to remember. (laughs) And they- they (laughs) The Thermometron! (laughs) And they do a sweep of the cemetery. There's no heat anomalies. But they heard a sudden wailing sound that picked up very distinctly on all of their microphones. And it was very unsettling. It sounded like... <laughs> in my notes, I wrote that it sounded like Dwight when he was crying on The Office when he huh. was in True um, Farms. I do not know. <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> God, like that's
0: that so scary.
1: It was scary and really sad. It was just not okay. It's you can't decide whether you're more afraid or like oh I'm so sorry. It's one of those. Damn. Yeah. And um Dana, his partner is useless and said, "I don't want to drink the Kool-Aid, but it sounds like singing to me because there's been reports of singing." It was not singing. Can
0: you really compare the mass suicide of Jonestown to being in a haunted cemetery and hearing something scary. You decide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he Jack goes to follow the sound no, which is across the can't. river and he leaves her alone at the cemetery. Good. Um The boat momentarily the clone, breaks down bitch. in the river. Possibly Good. he doesn't know how to operate it. I don't want to drink the Kool-Aid, but see, I don't care for her and I'm sorry. That's my opinion. I still enjoyed the show. Love Jack. <laughs> drink
0: the Kool-Aid. Girl, you're on a <coughs> normal television show.
1: Yeah, drink it. What do you Chug. fucking mean? Chug. up. Drink it.
0: <laughs> drink it. They're all drinking monster energy drinks. It's worse than Kool-Aid. <laughs> and it will kill you. <laughs> It will kill you.
1: So she's alone in the cemetery. So he can't get the boat going. He can't get the boat going. He's trying to find the Dwight Schrute sound. The boat broke down. And she's in the cemetery. And she allegedly sees a shadow. And she freaks out. And she's radioing Jack. Please come here. I saw something. You need to come here.
0: It's just me. Y'all found it okay, I see. Always pack a paddle. So...
1: So after a while, he gets the boat working somehow. I think it was user error. And he makes it back (laughs) to the cemetery. (laughs) Because he inexplicably, with no they didn't talk about it, he just made it back. It's too good to be true. So, he makes it back. And, um, she's replaying the footage of this shadow that freaked her out. And it shows from the zip line and showing the trees behind the cemetery, and it stops. In one of the trees, there's this white... It's not an orb. It's shaped like a ghost in a sheet, like a person in a sheet splayed out. Like, it's a big, white shape. Oh, no. In okay. the trees, it's very white. It's not that see-through. Do they have any lights going?
0: Or no. are these cameras just night vision?
1: They're night vision. It was very okay. unsettling. It was a very distinct... Right there. It looked like it was looking at him, even though it didn't have a face. It was this white oh, shape in the it. trees. It was upsetting. Shit. So Dana, being the person she is, decides, Oh, I think we should do a seance or some voodoo shit. no
0: mama and he no, says no i won't do that no
1: you Jack are says, no, exactly the I kind won't. of
0: bitch yeah that's gonna get her soul stolen out of her mouth by mm-hmm. doing some bullshit like that in a louisiana swamp
1: mm-hmm. you don't <clears> you don't <throat> mess with stuff like that no ma'am not in a cemetery no, not in a fucking cemetery where people were hurricane murdered no, no. it's just disrespectful there's just no it's ex- ex- on it's top ex- of dangerous
0: disrespectful yeah.
1: it's awful and he says, I no, I refuse to do that. She's, she is the Kool-Aid. She's the packet, my dude. Swamp is the water. She's been activated. And he says, no, I refuse. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm willing to go with you on that metaphor.
1: <laughs> Thanks. So, so he says, no, she says, I'm going to light some candles. I brought a bunch of candles. I'm going to light them. And we'll just talk to her. We're just gonna talk. Right. Ask a couple questions. We're just gonna talk. So, mm. she lights mm. them and puts them in a circle. Which feels mm. like she's trying to do a fucking seance.
0: Which he said no to. Do you want to do a seance? No. Okay, fine. Then I'm, I'm- just gonna create a sacred circle and try to communicate with some spirits. Okay. Wait! Wait a
1: second! <laughs> you got me.
0: Here, take a GoPro.
1: You're good. So, so they They lit the candles. There's a circle. They are inside of the circle. Directly addressing Julia Brown, asking her questions. No, Did you cause the hurricane? (laughs) They've got their EMF little spike thingy going. Did you cause the hurricane? Were you not laid to rest properly? And it spikes and it goes cold when they ask if you're not laid to rest properly. Because I think there's definitely a bunch of people there who were suddenly taken, not buried properly. I think they're there. I don't think Julia Brown is necessarily this big evil voodoo woman who caused a hurricane just because she wanted to and killed
0: all these people. And if she was, I don't think her spear would be hanging out where that happened. I, no, the, she'd be on to better places. Complicated and intense. She'd be in and She'd be on doing some dark shit, some other... I don't think she'd just yeah, be hanging around. Yeah, there'd be... There'd be
1: dark reports of instances. There wouldn't be singing in white orbs. Mm. There would be some scary shit going on at this place if she was Mm. truly a voodoo crazy lady. So they ask about if you were not laid to rest properly, EMF spike, it got very cold. And then they ask, did you know this hurricane was coming? And then all of a sudden, every single candle went out. Hell yeah! Which is probably just weather, but it was fun timing, and I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I want that woman terrified. I do too. I so drink the Kool Aid. I've just based my entire judgment of her based on your derision and also that dumbass comment. I'm just
1: telling you exactly what she said. I and I'm also saying strongly that I hate her, which might <laughs> might might impact your opinion of her. But I'm just saying the facts. Also, it's okay. one episode. Maybe she's delightful. I don't think so, but whatever. So Ugh.
0: that was their People experience. that are delightful know how to use accurate and well-placed they're, they're respectful um, rhetorical people. devices. Yeah. And she simply failed. She did. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So that was their experience in the swamp. It's the next morning. Ugh. They review the footage in the back of a car in Louisiana. They're discussing, well, I mean, weather. But the mm. orb, mm. but the singing, and they're going mm. back and forth, he thinks maybe it's not haunted. She thinks, or he thinks it's haunted, but it's not Julia Brown, and she's sold that it's Julia Brown. Mm. So they call their friends, they ask him if they reviewed the footage, they did. They're like, well, you're off the Gulf Coast. There's probably a lot of wind. So I I keep that in mind. I know you're not from here.
0: We did a little bit of research. We found out that um, wind has a correlation to the ocean. So just we just thought you should maybe just take that. I don't know. Maybe take it with a grain of salt. Just think about it. I don't know. We're just finding this stuff out as we go along as we research. (laughs) Uh, Good job, y'all. So as
1: they reviewed the footage and they're talking about it, they did find one EVP when they asked if they knew that the hurricane was coming right before the candles were blown out, it was a woman whispering. And it was very clearly a woman whispering, and they heard, take you. But I could not make out what she was saying.
0: Mm. Jesus.
1: I also found a Reddit story of someone who stumbled upon the town. And this was their haunted encounter. Okay. So I'm going to beef it up a little bit. But um, before that, a little backstory I found about her from some extra research. Um, She was a town healer in the 60s in New Orleans, moved. In the 1960s? Wait,
0: who are you talking about?
1: Julia Brown. So it must have been the 1860s, probably late 1860s. She might have been 40 or 50, I guess, when she moved to Ruddock. Um, This other voodoo woman... Bloody Mary does not think she knows of her. She does not think that she laid any kind of curse. Um, Voodoo isn't as much about curses as it is about healing, she said. Um, Everyone that knew her said she was a beloved local healer, not revengeful, doesn't seem like her. Mm. They think that maybe if she did sing a song about it, it was a warning and not a curse.
0: Or simple, lighthearted musical improv. Sometimes yeah. to find a rhyming it word, you have to happens. say, um, killed in a hurricane.
1: <laughs> it just rhymes Sweet sometimes. Sweet
0: like sugar cane. It's all I, that. well, I guess. You and did it. And the one and paper wow, boy she's that a was walking witch. by is like, well, we're all going to die, Sarah Brown. <laughs> and it's thanks to you. And then they were swept up in water. So I personally do not think that she did it. But
1: uh, no, I don't. <laughs> she was a voodoo woman and I do appreciate that.
0: I mean, I she may have even set a curse on them, but I do not think that someone I, I just really struggle to believe that one person could have the energetic hurricane. power to just like whip up the whole Gulf of Mexico enough to kill almost a thousand people. After
1: I don't think one person yeah. is
0: powerful enough to do that, especially if she was a healer. Yeah, and also, like... You gotta be like, building
1: some dark magic for a long time. Yeah,
0: and voodoo is not that <laughs> equal, Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I feel like it can be, but uh, it's not just, like, fucking cursing people and doing horrible yeah. things. Like, you can do some negative, put some negative things in motion, but I don't think it's to the level of, like, I'm going to have an all of murder. Natural disaster.
1: Yeah, for no reason, no. Mm. But here's the Reddit story. Okay. Of someone's encounter in Ruddock. So, um, this pregnant woman and her husband were driving to visit family in Louisiana. Being a pregnant woman, she has a very fragile bladder and she had to use the restroom. And she knew she wasn't going to make it to the nearest actual town. So, they're (laughs) driving past Ruddock and she pulls off the side of the road and starts to pee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's nearby the shack. I think that's where she described she was. She had never, she didn't know anything about the town. She'd never been, hadn't heard the tales of Julia. So she sees, she's peeing, and her husband's keeping watch, and he says, There's an old woman coming towards us from across the road. She's like, What? He was like, Yeah. But she describes it as them not being intimidated or her not feeling like, Cause you're peeing, you're vulnerable," she said. She was fine, cause it was a little old lady. She looked like any regular old lady. She was African American and had a thin, had thin white hair, and wore a big sack-like dress. And she said it broke her heart because she wasn't wearing shoes and she was waddling towards her. Um, they were waving, and then they realized how rude they were being, not approaching her. From just she was just <laughs> oh, walking.
0: excuse me. Allow me to put my vagina away. <laughs> so she puts it away. And
1: they're like, I guess we'll meet her halfway. So they walk to her, figuring she has Alzheimer's, and she somehow got away from her family because there's no people in this town, it seems like. Oh my god. She's got no shoes. She's very old.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Um. Yeah. So.
0: What the fuck do you do in a
1: situation like that? Because it's an old lady. How scared would you be? You know? Uh.
0: I don't know. I feel like I'm, I I encounter that sort of situation pretty often in New York, and you just put keep your head down. But, yeah. I mean, if you're just out just in the fucking Anna. swamps, and you're just like, do, do I need to call someone? <laughs> like, do you need help? I, this reminds me, the other day I was walking to the sushi place in Bushwick. Uh, amazing prices. Sushi and noodles. Check it out if you can. And uh, and I was walking down the street, and just in the middle of the sidewalk, there's this puppy, this sweet dog. Oh and it was just like a real nice like dog brand ass dog like <laughs> like i i don't know what kind of dog that is but it's just like it looks like the drawing of a dog and yeah. it didn't have a collar but it was clear it was just so beautiful and groomed and perfect but it didn't have a collar and i walked right up to it and you know i was just petting it and it was just looking at me and i was like D- do I need to do something about that? Like, are you just like free? Like, I don't want you to get killed or nothing. Because you don't so, know. So what do I, I? I was just looking at it like, huh? Is this one of those times when I have to choose between being a good person and getting to my reservation on time? Uh, and then this man from the steps was just like, "Is that your dog?" And I was like, "No, is it yours?" And he was like, "Nope." And then I was like, "Well, should we call someone?" And he was like, "It's my dog." And I was like... D- what? Uh, oh, Okay. What? And I was like, oh, well, I, I was worried that... And he was like, you know how many people try to steal my dog? And my immediate thought was, put a goddamn collar on it, you fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. But I was like, uh-huh. Well, I wasn't trying to steal. I was trying to see if I should call a... Goodbye. Uh, because you don't owe anyone anything. <laughs> yeah. So you just what walk away. anyway, I, I had a real uh, moment. And it oh. passed. <laughs> That's awful. So it was this dumb. Woman... It made me
1: want to <laughs> that area. <laughs> That's so frustrating. I don't trust Fuck people you, man. I'm just... not
0: trying to steal your goddamn yeah. dog.
1: I can get my own, idiot. Put a collar on it. Yeah. Put it in your house. Put a leash on it. Take
0: care of it. Stop pretending it's not yours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, it's mine.
0: Is so... it yours? Are you trying to catch me in a lie, asshole? What the fuck?
1: (laughs) How paranoid. So, this woman stinks. She reeks. Mm. They say they've never smelled anything like it. It's acidic, like bile and sweat. Ugh, I have smelled it. (laughs) Uh, So that's that's what this woman smells like. And they're like, man, we really gotta help her. She stinks. She's got no shoes on. I don't know how long she's been out here. Um, They ask if she's okay. It's cold. Are you all right? Um, She smiled, showing them a few yellow teeth, and they started to feel creeped out. They told them that her name was Aunt Julia, and she started rocking back and forth on her feet. Um,
0: The husband kept talking to her. You seem like you have everything under control, miss.
1: You know what you're doing. Enjoy your Sunday. (laughs) The husband keeps well, talking at Well, you up obviously, obviously off, I'll let but... you get
0: back to your hobby.
1: <laughs> You're doing great, woman. Keep it up. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, so they know it's not Alzheimer's. They don't know what's wrong with her. He's engaging in conversation. She stops him and beckons them to follow her. No. So they're on high alert. So the husband says, you go to the truck. You call the cops. I'm gonna go with her because he figures it's just a little lady I can take care of myself and maybe help her. So Mm -hmm. she leads him to the water and she starts pointing off into something in the distance. And she's looking he's looking. They're trying to see what it is. It's bobbing in the water. She says I took him with me. And um, her voice was stronger than it was before and really menacing more than she says she could have imagined. And he says um Took you took who did you take? Um please come back to the truck. We want to get you home. Blah blah blah. She says, I took him with me, just like I said I would. Mm-hmm Nodded. She looked very angry, unsettling, and she was still rocking back and forth. So he's he's freaking out. He says, Tell them there's a fucking dead body in the water. It's a floater. <gasps> They see a dead body floating in the water. That's what she's pointing at. So she's on the phone with- The wife is on the phone with the cops, telling them. um, She starts laughing. It's very angry laughter. It makes the hair on the back, so their necks stand up. Um, They realize she was out of her mind, not like anything they've ever seen before. And she says, I took him with me! She laughs. And then several more bodies bobbed up out of the water- (gasps) Like submerged corks. So they're freaking out. They're telling the cops what
0: happened.
1: She's describing the bodies she's seeing, women, men, and possibly children. Um she starts crying because of the smaller bodies she's seeing. She was very upset.
0: Um Well, that's discriminatory. Just because you've been on this earth more than 10 years doesn't mean you don't deserve some grief. Very true. So she's just laughing and rocking.
1: He's keeping an eye on her. This is so
0: fucking upsetting.
1: Yeah. Waiting for the cops to come. The cops finally come. They put this woman in the back of the cop car. Mm. They're assuring them they're going to take care of it. They're going to talk to her. They're going to figure it out. The cops see the floating bodies. And then... She's just gone. The bodies are gone. They saw him put the woman in the car. The doors were closed. The bodies were gone. Everyone saw them. So then they're telling them the officers more about it because they're getting really freaked out and concerned. And they're like, "Um, what did you say her name was again? And they said, they, she told me her name was Julia. And they said, no, no, she introduced herself as Aunt, right? And they said, um, yeah. And they started to get really upset at them because they figured they were playing some kind of a prank. Because they figured that the cops figured these people had heard the lore, they wanted to make this big scene, and that they were planning it themselves. But, uh, no. That's, what they, they encountered this woman and they saw the floaters.
0: Uh, that's uh,
1: also. I read somewhere that this burial ground where the cemetery is is, um, on Native American burial ground land. Someone Mm. said, so I don't know what kind of energy. I don't think that Julia Brown was an evil woman, but I don't know what's in that swamp, and I don't know what about the encounter they just had at the I know. So it's like that sounds fucking evil, it does sound evil. So, Jesus Christ. Is Julia Brown a crazy voodoo lady? Or is she a misunderstood healer? Is there something else there projecting and trying to put off this? It's a crazy voodoo woman. Look at what she did. Is it the swamp? Is it weather? I don't know. (laughs) Is it weather? weather?
0: (laughs) But that's. When we looked at her from another angle, it turned out she was simply a malformed snowflake.
1: (laughs) I was looking in the mirror. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the well, song. that was that was unsettling. That was maybe the most unsettled you have ever made me. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm
1: glad. <laughs> okay. Louisiana will do that to a person.
0: Oh, literally. Yeah. Ooh, baby, Louisiana's got some shit. Going on there uh there's something there's something in the air. it's just dark there's some dark there's it's some darkness pushing right up under the surface mm-hmm. um I imagine if you're like psychically sensitive Louisiana and no. New Orleans in particular is just although, like overwhelming, yeah, although New York is built at like Washington square park I think is supposed to be on top of like what used to be a just a massive burial pit, oh. so I mean i don't I don't know if there's any city that's safe, safe. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ that's upset <sighs> and, and the whole time you were describing and I was kind of picturing like the sounds of a swamp like the cicadas and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like the occasional sploosh of water because something's moving Don't in the water yeah mm-hmm. y'all ever looked at a crocodile up close that shit looks like animated mud like yeah. there's something about the fucking swamps they're primordial Yeah, Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. They're chompy boys. They'll get you too.
0: Oh well, that was horrible. Thank you, Morgan. (laughs) You're Um, welcome. (laughs) Just what I needed tonight. Um, so we're gonna talk about the Stephen King movie that we watched that we chose to watch this week, and uh, needful things Ah! come on down. Uh, we watched a film called Needful Things. Mm-hmm. Morgan, um, talk to us about sort of the general premise of Needful Things. Okay, so um, this man- Oh, wait, wait, wait! Thirty seconds second? Oh, yeah! Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, you went first last time, so yeah. I can go first this time. But first time. off,
1: disclaimer, if you- uh, Spoilers, obviously. Just, I have to let people yeah. know I don't want them getting mad. We're going to tell you everything, so- Pause it, watch it, or just listen.
0: Okay. Okay, 30-second recap. Do I need to get my... No Uh, thoughts in order. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, three, two, one start okay so we're in the small town in Maine um, where we've got some uh, it's pretty non-eventful but uh, a few of the people are have some weird like little grudges towards each other new man moves in Leland something and he has a new shop which the awning goes up weirdly quickly and I'm like how did you get that produced so fast there can't be a place to do that in this town but whatever he's got this town up and then it's um he'll give you whatever you want but it's not what you want and he's the devil and it's bad and and then he is eventually like you can't do shit to me because fucking I'm i spent too long uh, on the awning <laughs> it needed to be done
1: <laughs>
0: oh. okay let's see if okay. you can fill in any gaps i missed <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready okay okay okay, okay. okay ready yes three two
1: one begin we're in maine the devil's coming into town he does have an awning he's got a shop everything it's like oh look at the window there's the thing you want the the religious people hate each other the ladies hate each other the arthritic woman who has sensual curly hair um race guy kills his wife it's crazy. He's the devil. He's been doing it forever. Storms, plagues, you name it. He's killing people. He's giving you shit you think you want but it's cursed and it's gonna make He does it for favors and then
0: you kill people and you fuck up shit. Then. He's the devil. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically what we just <laughs> said. Um, <clears throat> we get to go to Maine this time. It's mm-hmm. Castle Rock. It's
1: Castle Rock.
0: So we're in Castle Rock, Maine and it's a town where um, <laughs> basically, our leading character is this cop who I fucking fucking love the mm-hmm. fact that they chose this cop as our our basically kind of our narrator a little bit mm-hmm. um and it's a pretty normal town, except for everybody has like a few little like grudget like there's a few little spats coming along, and there's yeah. some like uneducated evil like farmy type people that have some issues with one of the waitresses but But you
1: know that they never actually do anything about it violent
0: just be verbally abusive towards each other like normal neighbors and folk and then this like really he looks like i think i wrote he looks like donald sutherland's evil brother (sighs) i love him i love the devil so this man uh (laughs) Uh, Leland Grant, right? He Leland Gaunt. Gaunt. He's actually, I think, a German actor who was in this like famous like German art film. It's like in one of the movies that you watch because you have to because you're in film 101, but then it's important and you understand why it's important, but you'll never watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those. I haven't seen it, but it's like a like your Cabinet of Doctor Caligari's or your mm-hmm. um metropolis uh mm-hmm. things that you can appreciate for what you they are but you're never gonna pop that vhs in mm-hmm. again um and this guy i loved his casting because I, I would cast him as god or the devil so i really appreciated that he I was evil <laughs> he was
1: funny and charismatic he was everything he needed to be for every specific person it was awesome
0: yeah and I also thought it was wonderful when they were like, "Where are you from?" And he's like, "Ohio." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they're like, "I looked it up. He's not even from Ohio." <laughs> it's like, no shit. Um, nobody had a good main accent. <laughs> yeah. No fucking shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, no one had a good main accent. I'm just saying it right now. It's my only problem.
0: Oh, come to think of it, I don't remember a main accent. The
1: the very um, fragile waitress had a bit of like a. There's a certain, she like, was...
0: fragile
1: kind of main woman accent that she had, but. A fragile may not.
0: <laughs> 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 I <Without> have <laughs> those. A fragile woman may not. <laughs> She'll fall apart in your hands. It's a fantastic
1: like. book. It's a fantastic movie.
0: I can't yes. get over
1: how much I enjoyed it.
0: I was surprised. I was stunned I was at how much I enjoyed this. Taken aback. I, I was completely stunned. And honestly. This is one of the better early Stephen King mm-hmm. adaptations. 93. 1993. The so it good. You could have cut out three hours of that miniseries and it would have retained the best parts of it. And n- nothing would have been yeah. hurt. Yeah. You could have edited out half of it. And it would have been fantastic. And I was and very afraid exactly of this because it was two
1: hours long. And I was like, oh, God, if this sucks, it's going to be a long two hours. Even though I enjoy the worst of Stephen King, I'll take it. I love it. It was so good.
0: It was fantastic, and I think a big part of that was casting, mm. but also it was just like a straight-up competently made film. Like, it yeah. was totally it was fine, really and there good. was no glaring insanity. Like, I mean, it was just a well-made a little <clears throat> 90s movie. Yeah. Everyone
1: was cast perfectly. The, yes. The man who was um, addicted to... Well, he he was a gambler. He got the... This little oh, game that helps him so, predict yeah, racing so, and he went crazy.
0: All the characters have their own little thing that they want more than anything in the world. And once they, they'll do anything to get it. And he gives it to them on the caveat that they participate in his little manipulative game to turn everyone in the town against each other. So he and technically f- never
1: gets
0: his own hands dirty. Yes. He's having and he everyone doesn't- else do it. Yes, and he's I having love. everyone participate in another person's drama, never directly in their own. So mm-hmm. everyone is intertwined and you can't cu- uh, everyone's tracks are covered, but but it like makes so conflict good. inevitable and bloody. And one of the first people that we meet is this guy. He's like he's just like a shithead. Uh he's He's a gam- hes addicted to gambling. He's got a lot of debts that he has. The a- of that. Of he the, is. He, works for the he town. was like he has like an issue with the cops, and the cop was like, "You're just some like two bit used car salesman," and he screams, "I sell quality pre owned yachts, you worthless piece of shit!" Yeah. And I was like, "All right, I love this character. I'm I, on board."
1: I feel like Stephen King a lot of the time uses this, this trope of like the very insecure in his masculine masculinity, male who's like very very paranoid and always trying to prove himself and he thinks everyone's got it out for him and he's mm-hmm. a scrawny little dude he's like a little bug and i feel like that's what this guy was he's just gross and always caves into whatever's going on
0: he was
1: and that's what he was
0: you're disgusting i like that in a man <laughs> i killed my wife is that bad <laughs> That was also an excellent quote. So, <laughs> so this <good>. guy's this <laughs> and when uh another moment that I thought was amazing was when after it was <clears throat> the cop and him. Do we even know his name? Who's this shithead who sells yachts? Pre-owned quality. Well, yachts. we're
1: going to call him Buster cuz that's not what he wanted to be called. <gasps>
0: Keaton. His last name was Keaton. Keaton. Is Buster yeah. Keaton is a I've actually mentioned him on the podcast before. He's a silent film star. Who did really amazing, um, silent? Uh, well, obviously silent. Uh, like funny stunts, like um, physical comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Buster Keaton is a is an icon. That's right. Um, and honestly, to be compared to him is really a stretch because Buster Keaton is amazing and wonderful and uh, made a lot of strides in film. And this guy sold quality pre owned yacht. So I don't think he should have been so and he insulted. Was horrible to his wife. Yes. Yes. That was also a fun moment. But so he, uh, Keaton, and this just random cop who wrote him a ticket for parking illegally are yelling at each other. And the main cop, what's that guy's name? Did we ever hear any of these people's names? Oh, good Lord. I don't know the main cop's name. (laughs) I was just so focused on the
1: devil, you know?
0: So was (laughs) I. That's Um, all that mattered. He's like, uh, (gasps) it's Alan Pangborn. His name is Alan Pangborn because he comes up as an old man in the television show Castle Rock on Hulu. And I was like, Pangborn, Pangborn. Why is that name so familiar? And then I was just like... Because I realized that the old man, who's such a huge character who's a retired cop in Castle Rock, is fucking Alan Pangborn.
1: Stephen King loves to use, for those of you who don't know about Castle Rock, it's this town that a lot of stories pull from. There's a lot of mention of it, or there's a lot of stuff that happens in this town in different time periods. I think they mention Castle Rock in it. I think they mention it in his JFK novel. This is a fantastic book. He has a way of taking a whole town and you get to know each person very personally. Mm. I did yeah, not read really it Under loves. the Dome because that's a million people and I can't keep track of
0: that many people. But he <laughs> makes it possible in <laughs> needful things. But, thing. but um, this young cop is yelling at uh, Keaton mm-hmm. and then Pangborn just like comes in between them and is just like, listen, I didn't leave New York City to come and handle all you crazy idiots i thought i was gonna be saving cats out of trees instead you guys are fucking crazy handle it someone kill each other and i'll take the other to jail i loved that that he was just like i came from fucking new york (laughs) (laughs) fix it like i loved how fucking over it he was Mm -hmm. that was a really fun moment that was so good yeah uh there were a few so the, there's a there's there's a lot of feuds we've got going on mm-hmm. so we've got the cops and uh keaton he's like doing weird extortiony stuff he's addicted mm-hmm. to gambling eventually he finds his needful thing is this like racing horse racing game that can actually predict real winners it's horses a thorough indeed <laughs> and then he becomes the devil's bitch He's and yeah. then, so he's got that uh we've got uh, another rivalry.
1: is the drunk also a cop?
0: No, there's a just a rant I don't think so, he's just a random balding drunk guy no he's he's full he's bald, um, he's not in the process, and his needful he's just this drunk guy that's constantly getting thrown out of this bar. And it's him and the bartender have an issue because Mm -hmm. he's constantly drunk and getting thrown out. And his needful thing is his high school letterman jacket because those were like the days of his life were when he was in high school. And um, and then he becomes the devil's bitch to get it. And Mm -hmm. then um, and then what's in it? We've got the, the ladies, the woman who bakes the pies at the diner, very soft-spoken waitress, very sweet and oh, thank you, sir. She almost reminds me of Audrey from um. Suddenly, Seymour. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There right beside me, she would be cast yeah, as Audrey in um in I was going to say she Tree would House have... of Horror, in, um, <laughs> in means... Little Shop of Horrors. But she could stage fright, and she wouldn't even. Leave her she house. wouldn't go on.
1: No, and um,
0: and her dog for some reason has an, isu- has an issue. It has an issue with <clears throat> this turkey farming woman. Oh, so this hardcore far-
1: <laughs> main bitch is what she is. She
0: is hardened. Yeah, yeah, I love her. She said she would skin the dog alive, and Didn't then the devil got uh the guy who wanted the Letterman jacket. He was like, "I'll let you have it." If you do one thing for me. And he gives him a knife, and then he just skins that woman's dog alive. That was probably the most shocking shot of the whole thing. Oh, when she walks into the bedroom? When she walks in and sees it hanging.
1: You hear a rope, like someone... It sounds like someone is hanging from a rope, and then it's the skinned alive bloody dog, and it's... I thought it was going to be horrible. I mean, it was obviously horrible, but I thought it was going to be bad Stephen King movie, horrible.
0: It was, yes. It was you good. thought it was going to be poorly Tacky, made. Poorly done, yeah. <laughs> no, it was done really well. And also, well. I mean, we've had Letterman jackets. We would maybe skin a dog for one. They're nice. <laughs> but I felt it was slight overkill. Um But, you know, whatever. And then we also, there's a Catholic v. Baptist mm-hmm. uh, rivalry between the, there's an Irish priest uh, in a Catholic church and there's a Baptist minister, reverend, holy reverend. man. He calls him reverend. <laughs> Spiritual advisor. I um, really enjoy their feud because they go at it. Dude, I love that the the Baptist came into the devils, came into needful things, and was like, are you of any religious faith? And he's like, oh, I'm non-denominational. <laughs> and then he's like oh well then you won't mind if i put these bumper stickers that say say no to the devil up in your window because obviously since you're non-denominational you have no opinions on any such religious matter (laughs) and he's like "Mm, well that would be suicide for me as a business but thank you so much for coming in
1: he's so good at deterring people and changing the subject
0: and then it turned out that the baptist reverend's needful thing was like a chinese cock like fucking vase. Do you remember it was it was like a corner of like sex decorations. I, and yeah was I like... was
1: distracted by the naked woman painting.
0: <laughs> well, there was metalwork and it was <laughs> intricate. And <laughs> In the I didn't ever want to say cock on this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a matter of time, you see. <laughs> the
0: there was no other word that it. fit not when you're talking about metallurgical work. Okay. Uh, Say No to the Devil. Remember Say that? Say No to the Devil. And then another thing, a thing, the one, like, s- hot take that Ian did notice was that this movie really loves domain-free classical music. Oh, my God. That made the trailer. That's so Hall of the Mountain King, Ave Maria, there was other, it was just like, did they really just not have the budget for a soundtrack?
1: He spits uh, it all on maximum overdrive when he got ACDC to do the music. Oh, you're right.
0: I'm surprised they didn't incorporate jingle bells. Like, there w- no. it, it was pretty funny. Okay. I just wrote straight up towny knife fight. <laughs>
1: oh, when the women are fighting?
0: I feel like multiple people have a knife fight. But yes, eventually the issues come to a head. And oh, and and the the woman who got her dog sliced up, her needful thing was like a little like porcelain figurine. Yeah. I've seen uh,
1: Hummels three times this week in different shows and movies. It's been (laughs) stupid. Hummels are everywhere for me right
0: now. (laughs) I've only seen them in Simpsons episodes or a single simpson episode where it was exclusively about them
1: it's but she had an abusive husband
0: yeah he's kind
1: of the reason her hummel died or it fell it didn't die and she's i think she's trying to rebuild herself and her strength and her collection and just be happy and have this hummel
0: yeah well she shouldn't have tried because the devil's gonna fucking take her anyway that's what kind of sucked, uh, was that for her, like, your needful thing isn't necessarily like a sinful, like, thing that you should avoid. Sometimes yeah. it's just, like, a thing that just makes your life a lot better, and then it's just like, hey, fuck you <laughs> for making your life yeah, better. Yeah, it's a piece of decoration. You're like, cool. And it's like, well, you're damned to hell.
1: Yeah. Goodbye. Well, now you did it. Um, There's a child?
0: Yeah, the kid who gets the Mickey Mantle baseball card for 95 cents plus his soul, And then... um, Tries to kill uh, himself. Worth? No. And then... And... Oh, and it was the woman who has arthritis, but she looks like she's, like, 33. Mm -hmm. So it was hard for me to, like, really identify with her pain. But also, I mean, I'm sure that's possible.
1: Yeah, he gave her this Egyptian white magic necklace that which reminded me
0: a lot of Rosemary's baby when Woo! they give Rosemary the necklace thing and they're like oh please wear it oh it's so good we got it from our doctor you know go to our doctor it's definitely not devil juice in there <laughs> definitely not you know enjoy that okay well you know if you <laughs> what a good movie. <laughs> and um, it reminded me so much of that and it makes her arthritis go away but then She's just, like, a hot woman, so I don't know why this had to happen, but I was really happy it did. But also, everybody's got a heart on for the devil. If you grew up in Catholic school, it's, it's basically what you're trained to be turned on by. It's a hot piece of ass. is <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> so she hellish him, right? piece of ass. Well, I sure hope, but also there was heavy implication that that was the price for her pain-free hands. Because he kissed her
1: and it looked like he was spaghetti sucking up her innards with the way Hell he yeah. was like embodying her body when he kissed her he
0: knows how to please a woman <laughs> spaghetti sucking tummies um so I think he had pro sex pro with you her you inexperienced out there you know one <laughs> women slurp up her tummy like it's a bunch <laughs> of spaghetti um <laughs> the all-american way of making love now on audiobook. Um he, Yeah, uh, I did not expect him to be sexualized because he was he's like he was like in his seventies when There we filmed was this.
1: no sex in the in the movie thus far though, and Stephen King's always gotta have some sort of weird dark sexual energy happening. Hell yeah. And so it was I was dark. like it was awesome.
0: It he was just like I'll take your pain away for a price i mean she was asking for it yeah hey (laughs) taking her shirt off no she said please you don't know that she wasn't about to say please stop that's true there was not ongoing consent that we could tell but it was hot (laughs) (laughs) let the jury reflect now she's agreed it was hot oh right and she's supposed to marry the New York cop who's just like I like didn't come from the fucking Bronx so that I could deal with the fucking devil in <laughs> the devil Maine doing okay that lady. yeah Ugh. and he never gets his needful thing he's just always like what the fuck is this town I should yeah, have retired looking and moved up the to history. the fucking Hamptons this bullshit I should be in Florida right if now if the
1: kid like, wouldn't have told him that he was a monster would he have ever caught caught on in time
0: who cares that whole town should have just destroyed itself yeah oh probably. my god i really i oh there was a moment um straight up townie knife fight was the last thing i right. wrote and then mouse trap present do you remember yeah. whenever yeah so the the gambling guy sends the other guy sends the cop a little present a gift and when he puts his hand in it's a fucking mouse trap and then ian just says that was a piece of shit thing to do <laughs>
1: It's like the devil's rude.
0: Oh, it it was rude. That was just mean. Like don't like that was, that yeah. that's absolutely a piece of shit thing to do. Don't um I
1: don't did enjoy when the waitress lady was doing her evil deed for her needful thing and that was she wrote like two hundred parking tickets, signed the cop's name and put like for embezzling for being a little bitch. Yeah for,
0: for like fucking a for, horse.
1: Yeah. For, he speaker. said something that was so really Stephen one Stephen King. It was like cock-gobbling your mom or something oh, ridiculous. That's so
0: Stephen King. That's upsetting. Yeah. Um, something just so unsettling. Ian had that um, really interesting it's remark. A good, it's a good... And then at one point... Um, the Pangborn Alan is the main cop is like starting to slowly put the pieces together and there's been all this crazy like murder happening everyone's killing each other mm-hmm. and the phone rings and he picks it up and um, and I can't remember who said it first whether it was me or Ian I might take the credit Take it. Uh, but we pretended that it was the police saying we ran the prince it's the devil simply <sighs> Lucifer the <laughs> lord of the <laughs> flies um so and then we laughed for a while about the process of having had the devil in custody to get his prints and having had mm-hmm. someone had to take his little thumb and just go <laughs> ring, 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 on the little ink pad. Oh, I um that. but I feel like the police station the police uh do have Mane's the devil's equipped. prints. They're not the highest technology, but they've got his prints. Okay, and then I just wrote the word octogenarian because uh, oh. he, the main guy, seemed, the devil, seemed like an octogenarian, and then he was about to um, fuck that lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the devil in this. His apartment <laughs> was so nice.
0: It was. He really seemed to have a thriving antiques business. Yeah. Uh, I killed my wife. Is that wrong? Then the, Gaunt, the devil, uh, eventually convinces that fucking crazy gambling guy to just freak out and kill his wife. And then that man just loses it and is like, wait, I liked her. <laughs> and he's He like, was horrible yeah. to her. Yeah. And, and I loved how every time the people would come to Gaunt and be like, but I did this horrible thing and I feel terrible about it. He's always like, but didn't they deserve a little horribleness? Like, didn't she deserve a little killing? Like, it was very that the shit? shining in like, the bathroom hmm. moment
1: where he's like, "They need to be dealt with."
0: Corrected. Correct. Ah, uh, cocktogenarian. I wrote Towny Shotgun Fight." <laughs> mm,
1: yeah, in the bar. That was good. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh no, they played "Aching, Breaky Heart." They played. That achy, was an amazing
0: heart. moment. They did. That was the one duty. That was the one they had to pay for. Uh, but the drunk guy eventually loses it and is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill the bartender." So he walks into the bar, whips out this fucking shotgun, and then the bartender, without batting a fucking <laughs> eye, whips out his own shotgun. You and work. I was like, hey, "Hell yeah, we've got a fucking Tony shotgun fight!" And then I'm pretty sure they just blow each other away. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Great, um, and then the reverend and the priest get into a street brawl. Oh, that was my
1: favorite because father was giving it to him, and he was like, "They're like, stop! Don't you're gonna kill him? Fuck you! Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. That's the point. That's right.
0: <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> That's right, boyo I'm gonna send him to his fake devil or whatever the Baptists believe in. <laughs> Probably the same devil. Maybe. I don't know. No, their devil doesn't like drinking. Our devil That's is fine with it. Maybe our their god doesn't like drinking. Wait, their devil would love... Oh, the, the devil loves our drinking. The devil would love drinking. It's their god. So if our god <sighs> likes drinking, does our devil hate it? Is the Catholic devil a teetotaler? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, and then I just wrote the devil smokes blunts. I don't know why... I think there was just a shot where it looked like he could have been smoking, and I just—it's all right, guys. Shh.
1: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> and then street brawl, and then I wrote in parentheses, priest was going to win he before they was. broke it up.
1: He He's really was. He was literally a seconds death.
0: away from really like yeah. doing dealing the final blow. <laughs> And then after all of this, like half the town is like dead. All these crazy, all this crazy shit has happened. And Alan Pangborn, the main cop, comes out and is like, we are all decent people. We are better than this. How have we allowed him to divide us and act on our worst impulses? And I was like, is this lecture literally what America needs right now? Like I was listening to it and I was like, this is so fucking pertinent. yes i was like this is really a compelling speech it it was well done for I was like, over at cop okay ed harris yeah yeah
1: i'm i was here for it and i yeah, love how he just got them on his the side and they're like you're right uh,
0: you're right oh. i guess killing people is a bad idea so, and then, and then, um, and then his fiance like gives up her necklace of pain relief. Uh, and then that's the only real reconciliation I can remember. But then they try to kill him. Oh yeah, but you can't. Kill they him the blow devil. up needful things to store. But then he's just like hanging On out to amongst the, next the rubble. Venture. Yeah, and he's like. This is not my best work. Oh, no, not he tells the cop, my best I'll work. see your
1: grandson, August 23rd, 7 p.m. Or, like, 20, 8 in the morning, it's going to be a sunny day. Like, he, yeah, he just lays it out. Like,
0: and we'll make headlines then. Duh, and it's just like, oh, my uh, fucking God. That was so scary. so badass.
1: But it, it really makes you think movie.
0: about, like, the concept of, like, how the devil operates in... This universe, like ha- not this universe that we live in right now, the universe of needful things, like because mm-hmm. there was the, all the the, th-
1: the newspapers he had of all the shit he had done, and it mentioned Hitler, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: mentioned all these natural disasters and mm-hmm. plagues and people murdering each other. It's like but Palestine. he also
0: just went to this small town in Maine yeah. and just made people kill each other because he could. Like, and I just find that really interesting that though they didn't talk about the other side of it, they didn't talk about really Christianity or mm-hmm. or anything to really battle the devil like mm-hmm. it seemed that what the, what the devil the devil sows seeds of discord and it was really interesting to see that kind of play out to see people do things they had never anticipated ever getting to that point he just yeah. like escalated situations like it was like i'm going to push everyone to the brink and i'm going to watch them kill each other it was, and so I think it was really interesting to think of people like really acting out of their baser natures mm-hmm. as like a result of the devil like i i just thought that was really interesting i never really think about the devil or how the devil operates in mm-hmm. normal world but it was just a really interesting it's nice to stop and think about the devil yeah especially such a hot Elderly devil.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. He was He knows
0: about antiques. I was thinking about what my needful thing would be. I was thinking about that too, and I really don't know. Yeah, me neither. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to think on it. Hopefully we won't make headlines with our encounter with the devil. Or maybe (laughs) we will. I'm going to Salem, Massachusetts in about two weeks. (gasps) So maybe I'll... Local woman visits Salem, shakes hands with devil statue. Maybe I will make headlines with the devil. You never know. Also, I'm not a local woman. <laughs> that headline would be inaccurate, and I would write in to tell them immediately. <laughs> so, what would you
1: rate this spook-wise? What was oh, our
0: what are great. all of our fear factor? Mm-hmm. Um, out of five, maybe like a two or three. Like yeah. it had a, it was a spook. It was unsettling. It, was it wasn't unsettling. like something I would be worried about watching at night. Yeah. But it was definitely perfect for October. It was fally outside. The leaves were falling. It was it was nice. It was like should be right in there with Hocus Pocus, I think, honestly. It was it's not as it's not yeah. as funny as Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. but it's that same New England vibe of fall. Yeah. So I think it's honestly really underrated in that respect. I do too. What about you? I give it a two. Yeah.
1: But that in no way indicates I mean, I loved it.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, mainness. Five
1: okay. out of five. I saw LL Bean shoes. I saw the boots. I'm gonna have to give it like a four because I didn't hear any of the
0: accents. Okay. Fair. 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 But
1: it was in Castle Rock.
0: Yes. Well, what um. For? What else? Uh, there was no Stephen King cameo. Zero out no of five cameos. for Stephen King cameo. Um. I feel like there was another insane. Yeah, we had a lot of thing I rated it. I mean, I guess just enjoyability. Um,
1: yeah, uh five sexy, out of five.
0: sexiness sexiness. you know devil. three or 4 out of 5 sexy devil, definitely. Great. So I think I think that was so fun. I'm so glad I we watched it. it. I it was something that I would have never even heard of otherwise. I,
1: yeah, I asked my mom. I was like, "Have you seen this movie?" She's like, "I think so." I was like, "Well, was it good?" She was like, "Probably not." <laughs> I was like, you're probably right. You
0: haven't seen it.
1: You haven't seen it. It was really good.
0: Yeah, I loved it. I'm
1: I'm just still so shocked and happy. (laughs) Me
0: too. (laughs) I saw the preview and I was like, well, now that looks like the bones of a good film. They'll ruin it. And then I got to it and was like, well, now look here.
1: It was so good.
0: Mm -hmm. Now what catastrophe
1: will we watch next week?
0: (laughs) We'll have to find out. It's
1: only downhill from here
0: alright I think it is for what I have in mind I think it is okay uh alright y'all give us a review a subscription and a rating email us your scary stories at letters to camp at gmail.com we have merch on redbubble.com and in the meantime have a spooky night filled
1: with restless dreams I've haunted needful things, things. Ooh, oh. ho. sexy devil <laughs> bye
0: uh, bye <laughs>